Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Beverly Hills 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? It is May 18th, 1995, and we are here to talk to you about Jesus Christ and what? his play. <laughs> his play. Oh, wait. No. That's... Are we at the airport? <laughs> no. What are we here to talk about? 90210? That, that's correct. All right. So... A lot of racism in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, the theme was pretty much racism, but there was a, a lot of, I think, even unintended yeah, racism. There's some casual racism going yeah. on in this uh, episode, for sure. It was a little hard to watch. So why don't, uh, why don't you tell me about 90210? No. So it started out with a... Meet, well, I'm still not sure what that meeting the meeting was. Was that from the security company or the what? neighborhood watch? The what? The, the meeting? meeting in the beginning of the episode. Oh, okay. I thought you said, okay, the meeting. What in did the, you think I said? I don't know. <laughs> the meeting in the beginning of the episode. It's like, uh, it's like a Tupperware party, but it's for fucking security things. It's, uh-huh. it's like, I think they probably got a discount. So the, um, the Welches probably got a discount. <laughs> Because yes, James and Candy. Yeah, James and Candy Welch. <laughs> um, that's what they called them. Yeah. They probably got a discount because they agreed to have this demonstration with all you know, with their friends and neighbors. Yeah, it seemed like the whole neighborhood almost. Well, not the whole neighborhood, because at this little demonstration the neighborhood gossip was there actually gossiping about everyone in the neighborhood. So Yeah. All yeah. the Jews weren't invited, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> right? The Liebermans and uh, the Kaplans. Yeah, it was it was quite quite the list. I think it was I think it was Gabe Kaplan actually. Who's Gabe Kaplan? Welcome back. Okay. Your dreams were your ticket out. But um, they got this. Welcome back, Hunter. Okay, I don't know that. Sorry. What? I I'm not aware of Welcome Back, Cotter. Up your nose with a rubber hose. Not aware of that either. Get off my case, toilet face. Okay. You're just being weird. Ooh, 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 ooh. Hey, Mr. Cutter. Nope. Hey. Is this one of those things where you like my grandpa again, or should I know about it? It was on when we were kids. When? Okay. <laughs> when? When we were kids. <laughs> Are you familiar with an actor by the name of Jonathan Travolta? Yeah. Yeah, he was in the show. Okay. It was the thing that made him a star. Was it on cable? No. Okay, I don't know. I didn't watch it. Don't it was on ABC, you. I think. I must it have been predate- watching like, some other channel. It predates cable. It was a 70s show. I ah! was alive in the 70s. Okay. Yeah, you, okay, whatever. <laughs> and hardly were you. So, I don't know what your issue here is. Sir. <laughs> Anyways, I was trying to talk about 90210. No, you weren't. I was. You were trying to talk about Welcome Back, Cotter. No. <laughs> but failing. Okay, so they This had... is our Welcome Back, Cotter show. 
Mr. Bookman. I will hurt you. I know. I think that's... Uh, Not in the fun way. What? The kind of way where you cry. That is still the fun way, though. <laughs> that doesn't differentiate. <laughs> Anyways. Um, they had a bunch of people over for a demonstration on an alarm system that they got installed in their house. Mm-hmm. Which is dumb as hell. It's one of those ones... That goes off, and you got to put in a code to turn it off, and it goes off all easy and shit. Like, why would you want that? What? I just loved that that five-second review for the the security system. It goes off all easy and shit. (laughs) Well, it does. Brinks. It goes off all easy and shit. (laughs) Like, how many times did it go off in this episode? Yeah. I mean, it was a running gag. Yeah. But there was something wrong with it. It was broken. Yeah. They would type their code in, whatever. I don't remember what it was, but... It, 2514. It wouldn't work. And then, you know, the dad would punch it, and then it'd turn off. So, yeah. Yeah, that works. Yeah, he, uh, he he fixed it the same way that um, that the Fonzie would fix a jukebox. Right? And so, hey! So when the uh, the neighborhood gossip lady was uh, gossiping to Cindy, the gossip girl, she said the new neighbors had moved into you know some house, and uh, mm-hmm. C- Cindy's like, "Well, what's wrong with them?" And she's like, "Oh, you'll, you'll see. see." Yeah, seriously, she says she says something bad about the Liebermans, and she says something bad about the Kaplans, and she's like, "And those new people that moved into the you know generic white person name house, I can't remember what what it was, <laughs> but the the Walker house, I think, or something like that." Uh, and she's like, well, you know, you'll see. And I was like, oh, is it more Jews? Like, is she just prejudiced against Jews? But no, it turns out they're black. <laughs> Which apparently is even worse than being a Jew. Apparently, because she can't she say can't, it. She can't even mention it. <laughs> yeah. So, the next morning, Brandon... Is that where we go? Where Brandon! We go? Brandon... Oh, wait. No, we're at school first. What? School. School. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's been a long day. Um, at school, Andrea is like just like who drooling. you claim is Spanish, by the way, right? You yes. think she's Spanish? Yes. Gabriela Cartes- Carteres. Carteres. Yes. Guess what? What? I did some research. I poured through magazines and newspapers. And did my research at the library. Uh, born in Scottsdale, Arizona, to a Jewish mother. Okay, so that's where the nose comes from. Oh wow! Talk about racism, and uh, and a Greek father. <gasps> that's Jeez. where the nose comes from. Greek. Ooh, it was both sides. <laughs> I love that you don't take the opportunity to be better in any way. You're just like. Oh, okay. More racism. <laughs> well, I mean, I said during the episode she has a Roman nose. Right. Mediterranean nose. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, I was right. Yes, I guess you were. Yeah. I was wrong about her being Spanish, but right. I was right about her nose. Yeah, she's Greek. So, anyways. I wonder that she was ever born. Carteras. That could, I guess that's Greek. That could be Greek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder that she's ever born considering her father was Greek. What? They like to have sex in the ass. So I'm just being racist. What? I'm just being racist along with you. I, I've, oh, you've I've never, never heard, heard that? that? Oh, okay. I've heard about uh, Jewish people having sex through sheets. 
I have not heard. If you're a Hasidic, yeah. If you're if you're very like uh, you know stringently Hasidic, sure. Now Hasidic Jews have the long sideburns and the hats, right? <laughs> yep. Okay. Do they really do that? I mean, that's got to be a lie, right? No, that's true. Really? Yeah. Weird. Okay. Do you ever hear about Jewish foreplay? No. Four hours of begging. <laughs> what? Four hours of begging. Begging. Okay. I thought you said four hours of banging, and I'm like, how is that foreplay? <laughs> Anyways, back to the show. God. Andrea is drooling over these uh, photos that... What? What did you not hear me? What is your issue? What is she drooling over? I said the photos. Why is she drooling? Because they're good. <laughs> because they're good. You're really irritating me today. What I've do gotta you tell you? You you would describe I'd say fawning. I don't okay. know, I'd say drooling. Whatever. She wants to get the person who took the pictures to be the new uh staff photographer. Right. And his name is Thurston Howell the Third. Lovey. It was something the third, but yeah. I don't remember what. I don't know. Shoot. Yeah. Rembrandt. It started with an R. Robinson? Re- Reginald? I don't know. I think it was Reginald. Some kid the Reginald third. Archibald the Third. Yeah. So the she third. she doesn't know who he is. She has not met him yet. And she sends Brandon off to find him and ask him to be the staff photographer. So he walks into the class that he has told this person's in and assumes for some reason, I don't know why, that this white kid sitting there was the guy. He looked like a, you know, like a Thurston Howell. That's why. <laughs> you think? He had an ascot and everything, yeah. So he looked around and went... Who is the most like, Snobby, yeah. yeah, looking guy in the room? If there was someone whose bottom teeth were just like jutted out like this, <laughs> then he probably would have uh, said them. You know, we should point out that uh, that Andrea couldn't see him because apparently she can't see anything except the, her nose in her field of vision. <laughs> you know what? Though Donna still has a bigger nose than her, mm-hmm. so you know, Jewish. You know, is she? Aaron uh, Tori Spelling, yeah. yeah she's you Jewish. say that like I should know that that's a Jewish name. Well, no, but I, Aaron Spelling is pretty Jewish. I don't know him either. That's the creator. I mean, I know or who one he of the is, but I don't. Creator. I'm not familiar Darren with Aaron Star created the show, but he's one of the big producers. I'm not familiar with his like ancestry, so sorry. Mm. <laughs> he lost people in the Holocaust, you know. Never forget. Okay, you're being weird. You made it weird. Actually, I don't even know that for a fact. I, I'm sure. I'm sure you don't. That's what. And imagine if you did, and it's like you're making fun of it. I'm not making fun of it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, moving on. It ends up being the young black kid in the corner you're that he is looking for, and you, he looks all shocked. You ever hear the the the, the best joke ever? Though, <sighs> is this guy goes uh, dies and goes to heaven. And God meets him at the pearly gates, and he tells a Holocaust joke, and and God says that's not funny, and he goes, well, "I guess you had to be there." Crickets. Everybody's laughing. Everyone's laughing. Playing here. Everyone is laughing. Nobody listening is listening along. It's a thinker. Uh huh. It's very cerebral. Okay. Whatever. 
What's the most cerebral show you've ever watched? Honey. What? We're what what's the most cerebral show. show that you've ever watched? I don't know. No? I, I can't think of a cerebral show right now. See, I would have said Frasier. It's a pretty cerebral show. Okay. But my answer is St. Elsewhere. Uh, you all again congratulations <laughs> anyway mm-hmm. you know, weirdo yeah like uh <clears throat> i don't even remember what i was talking about you're you talking about all distracted you're talking about drooling and photographs oh and reginald and the black guy and then brandon's shocked yeah he's all do shocked. you really think he looked that shocked he looked a little like huh. no black people can have th- three names too yeah so <laughs> So he talk- I thought your name was Unganye. Oh my god. <laughs> it wasn't that far, right? So he talks to the kid mm-hmm. and he asks him about, you know, whether or not he would want to be the staff photographer and stuff. And <laughs> he does. Uh-huh. Um and he asks him for a ride home. And uh, they're kind of like, you know, having fun and being friendly and making jokes, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he drops him off at home. On the way, he finds out that his dad is the Papa's Popcorn King or something yeah, like that. It's, he, it's uh, you know, whatever. He has some fancy it's popcorn Pop company. Secret or right. what, Orville Redenbacher. That's his dad. <laughs> yeah. So, his dad actually is Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> We get we get the exposition on the family that like they're actually from Inglewood, which I think is a little racist that like the black people they move into the neighborhood have to be from Inglewood. Right. We can't be from some nondescript suburb of uh, Los Angeles. Right. We're from Watts. <laughs> so, yeah, and he's like and my dad's been promising my mom, you know, that he'll get her into West Beverly Hills or whatever, and so he did. They could have been from Riverside, you know. See, but I'm not familiar with Riverside. I think, like, Inglewood's probably the only one that, like, everybody would be like, no. Yeah. Inglewood and, like, Watts. Watts would be worse. Okay, I don't know Watts. All right. But I believe you. Probably everyone else does. Compton? I know Compton, yeah. Yeah. Compton, Watts, Inglewood. Yeah. Anyways, that's where they're from. Uh, from like, from like, from Long Beach. That's Florida, isn't it? No, California, Long Beach, California. Oh, okay. Um, Continue. He asks him for a ride again in the morning. In the morning when Brandon comes. He he's spent the night, right? What? He spent the night, I said. No, he didn't. Why would you say that? They live like three doors away. Why would he spend the night? Because the way you told that story, how it sounded. What? He drops him off. Okay, he drops the dude off, and the dude's like, 
hey, uh, or Brandon says, hey, you know, how about uh, Lifetime Supply of that popcorn or whatever? Basically, he tries to get uh, pop free popcorn out of yeah. him. And he says, well, you know, I, you probably could get that if you give me a ride to school every day. Right. Or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. You know, whatever. And then he goes to back off, back out of the thing, and he hits the sister. Hits the sister's car. That happens that day. Okay. So... Yeah, you so did. I mean, I know that happens that day. That's what I was trying to get to. You said but then the you next interrupted day. me. You said the next day, the next morning, he comes back. That's what you said. Oh. Right, you were wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> good, good realization. Good for you. Are you happy now? Good for you. Uh, so yeah, he backs into his sister's car. Yes. And they get into a shouting match mm-hmm. about whose fault it is. But, you know, like you said, it was obviously Brandon's fault because, or no, it was obviously the sister's fault because Brandon was backing out. What's the sister's name? Reese's? Sharice. Sharice. He, he tries to call her Reese and she's like, don't ever call me Reese. <laughs> Played by the lovely and talented Vivica A. Fox. I think it's funny that we remember her first name and her, the actress's name, but we cannot remember the brother's name at all. Thurston Howell the third. It is not, though. You recognize her from an episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, though, I believe. Right? Okay. She was on an episode of that. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is cool. Okay. It's very cool. So She was also in a comedy movie called Don't Be Called what now? I don't know. I'm not gonna go through the whole name. Okay. So <clears throat> At home, Brandon is, like, all fired up and, you know, wants to, you know, take her to court or whatever. And she is having the exact same conversation with her family about wanting to take him to court. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a fender bender. Like, both their vehicles will survive. It's like a dent. If that, yeah. Right. I mean, you you could take this out on your own. So, yeah. Except they're both really nice cars. So, I mean, I think it's a bigger deal when you have a really nice car. Like, do I care if there's a dent in my beat up piece of crap? No. Okay. Would I care if it was a classic car or like a new sports car? Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why they're upset because they actually care about their cars instead of most teenagers who, you know, have the old beat up pieces of crap. Yeah, like me. They're spoiled. This is spoiled rich kid problems. Mm hmm. Um, anyway, um,. They both get sent to the other one's house to say that they will pay for the damages because yeah. neither parent wants to start a problem with the other family. Right. And, you know, it's obvious that the Walshes don't want to because this family is black. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious that this family doesn't want to because they are black and they right. don't want to, you know. Stir the pot, yeah. so, so to speak. It becomes a race thing when it shouldn't have to be, but it is. But everything's a race thing. And in in this interaction, now they're all smiley and happy and a little flirty. Yeah, I would say so. And, um, yeah, every time they talk from now on, it looks like they're about to kiss. Did you get that? It's Mm. like they have some kind of chemistry. Yeah, yeah, something. I mean, she'll never be on the show again, but something. Some kind of chemistry. Which is weird because we find out she has a boyfriend. Yeah, DeMarco Demetrius or something like that. Something like that. DeMars. Delmonico Stakes. (laughs) I think that's his name. <laughs> Delmonico sounds right. Davon? Devo? Demar? Devon? I don't know. It, it definitely was a D, though. De- devotion. So, uh, yeah, and he works at a place called Tamales? Hot Tamales? I don't know. Tamale they now. sell tamales. Um, Get and, your tamales. 
Right, and she wants to have him Black come. people like Mexican food, too. <laughs> I think is what it's called. What? Okay. This is a universal-like taste for everybody. It, it is. Yeah. Like, it's like Italian food. They have Cajun popcorn, though. I don't think that's a for everybody C- food. Cajun? Yeah. What's Cajun? Cajun. You mean Cajun? Yeah, Cajun. You know, I have uh, relatives in uh, New Orleans, right? Uh-huh. Cajun. But I'm just saying, it's okay, unless you're from New Orleans or the New South, yeah, then yeah. you probably don't want Cajun popcorn. I don't know. I'd take some Cajun popcorn. I would not. Oh, my God. That sounds terrible. Well, don't you like Thai food? Yes. Do yeah. I like Thai food popcorn? What? What is that bad? What are you talking about? I don't want my popcorn to burn. Oh, all right. So, <clears throat> the family, the mom and dad. Which are, family? Okay, we are with the uh, Thurston Howell the Third family. Ash. Uh, Ash. The yes. last name is Ash. Good job. <laughs> this episode is called Ashes to Ashes. Okay, so the Ash family. Um, the dad is the getting... The Ashy family. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> wow too bad the dad doesn't uh produce lotion <laughs> oh no you did not that's a that's a joke for all my black friends out there because <laughs> the white people are gonna listen to that and be like what what's actually <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> no, i already i already had that that conversation <laughs> ashy what do you what, what do you mean yeah when i had to explain that no i don't get ashy i get dry skin <laughs> Um, White people don't get ash. <laughs> it's not the same thing. It doesn't look the same. It is the same, but yeah. it does not look the it's same. It's the exact same thing, but it doesn't look the same. Right. Anyway. It's like when a black person gets a sunburn. You ever seen right. that? No, I haven't. Literally have not ever seen sunburnt black skin. Like a lobster. Bright, bright red. Really? Oh, yeah. It looks weird. Huh. Yeah, it's it's much that. harder for, obviously, for a black person to get yeah. a sunburn because their skin's made to absorb more sun. Thus, why it's darker. Like, my sister, who, ha- she's a half-sister, so she has some, like, Armenian. Black? But- oh, okay. No, yeah. Armenian, which is, like, what, Eastern Europe? I don't know. Yeah, the Eastern to southern Middle East. Yeah, you're getting down in the Middle East yeah. in Armenia. I- All I know is she she turns, like, olive in the sun. Mm-hmm. I've never seen her burn, either. Like, Well, that's the skin tone of those people, because they're in a media... It's just, it's all relative to where... To how much sunlight each land gets throughout right. the year. The more, the closer you are to the equator, the darker your skin's going to be. Now, me, uh, my ancestry is Irish and Scottish, and if I am in the sun for more than I don't know two minutes, mm-hmm. I turn red like a cherry. The whitest people on the planet. It's very depressing. <laughs> um, I got all distracted, and mm-hmm. I forgot where I was again. We were talking about ashiness <laughs> and the problem that no, we're talking about the Ash family. <laughs> And we're talking about, I don't know where we were. Okay. They, they meet, they, they say like, oh, you know, we're going to be friends now and everything. Oh. Uh, but she still goes to the old school because she doesn't want to go to West Beverly. Yeah. Yeah. She She's like, her, her brother says that she's like racist against white people, basically, as like his reason as to why. I think that's a joke, but yeah. He doesn't say it in a jokey way. No, but she doesn't seem racist she against doesn't. white people in any way. So yeah, I don't understand, but. But I think it, it's because she just wants to be closer to her old friends and her boyfriend. Yeah, she liked her a lot about her old life, and she doesn't like the snobbiness of Beverly Hills, which right. is fine, because I don't either. Um, 
But yeah, she uh so um Schnaz asks Brandon <laughs> to get an interview with this woman about her life. The fact that she doesn't want to go to West Beverly. Yeah, because Andrea says that you know, she takes like two buses to get there. And this girl uh, drives, like, halfway across the universe to not go there. Mm -hmm. So she wants to understand why. Yeah. It seems like it should be pretty easy to understand. I would. I mean, hey, do you want to go to a school where, you you know, there's, like, two other black people and you're surrounded by whites? Or do you want to go to a school with a... With a bunch of people that look like you. You know what I mean? Right. And I mean, I was in that situation in middle school where I was like literally the only white person in my class. Mm -hmm. And it kind of sucked. Yeah, I imagine it would. I mean, eventually it was fine. But like at first it was pretty terrifying. (laughs) And I think that most people would feel that way. Yeah. And I don't think it's necessarily a a race thing or a a racist thing. It's if you're if you're the only different one of, you know, a bunch of like. You know, if you were the only cat amongst a bunch of dogs, you'd feel out of place. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, you just, you feel like no matter what's going on, it's like you're the different one. Yeah. You're, you're you're the one that people are mm-hmm. looking at. You you aren't reacting the way that they think you should or how you right. should because you don't know what the normal is. Exactly. Like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know what a lot of things that they said meant when, I, you know, it took a while. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you know, if you're the black kid and you're the only one in the cafeteria not eating a mayonnaise sandwich. <laughs> right. <laughs> Looking for the hot sauce and they just don't have it in that cafeteria. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> so, no, I totally get it. Um, so, yeah, so he's supposed to be trying to get an interview with her and he asks this kid who wants to be the sports, uh, or not the sports, the... Just the photographer. Photographer. For the, for the, the blaze. And by the way, I thought they already offered him that. But the then West Beverly Blaze. It sounds like a bunch of stoners. What a terrible name for a paper. But he makes it sound like he has to get him this interview with his sister in order to get that, mm-hmm. which is terrible. Now, Andrea suggested that, too. Yeah. And I, yeah, very, very. A lot of the pushiness comes from her because she is a user. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's like, uh, you know, it's up to her. I, I don't know. I can, you know, try. And then he invites him over to dinner. Mm-hmm. And like I said, his parents were going out. The dad's getting an award. From the Chamber of Commerce. And um, Brandon overhears Sharice on the phone with her boyfriend, breaking up with him, basically. Mm-hmm. He's like, like, I don't know if I want to come and everything. She's And she's like, if you want to break up with me, fine. <laughs> right. Don't use Beverly Hills as an excuse, you bastard. So, yeah. she She breaks up with her boyfriend on the phone. And Brandon, what the fuck? and the phone. Who's with you today? You just have I influenced you that much that you're just now you're you're just now doing all weird pronunciations too. I don't know. That's what comedy's become on this show now, guys. Sorry, it's just me and Carol saying things weird. Okay. What? Why are you looking like that? You call me out all the time. When I say stuff. And now you're just going to sit there and look embarrassed. Yeah, because they can't see me, so you didn't really have to say that, but thanks. <sighs> going to go hide in a corner now. Anyway. <laughs> um, He invites her out. He asks her on a date, basically. And um, takes her to the Peach Pit and introduces her to everybody, leaving her brother 
at home. Yeah. With, by the way, the only thing the parents said that they had to eat because they've just moved in is freaking popcorn. Right. Who eats popcorn for dinner? Bring that child to the peach pit and give him some food. Exactly. <sighs> I agree. <laughs> it's just that made me so mad for him. And um, he ends up getting upset with him later about that. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, what happens next? I don't know. They really they really gloss through the thing. Kelly says to him, like, uh, hey, you know, real cool. This is cool, Brandon. Very, very hip very of hip. you. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, Kelly. Don't you want to just calm, hit her? Calm down. <laughs> you know. And then the next day, they're like, uh, so what happened with the Charisse, you know, and everything? Oh, yeah. Then they said, I need jungle fever. Well, Steve, says, Steve oh, said that. Of course, that's Steve's line. Right. But, I mean, he's with Kelly. And by the he's acting very chummy with her. Like, at the Peach Pit, he had his arm around mm-hmm. her, and now they're walking together. Like, what is going on there? I don't know. Brandon's like, you two should get back together. It's like, I think they already did. Maybe. You think <laughs> they've been seeing each other on the side? Maybe they're just having sex. Could be. Ugh. Steve. It's hard to imagine. <laughs> anyway. Um. Yep. That's right. No, so then we see Devotion uh, Delmonico Steaks at work. <laughs> Demarco? I think his name is Devon. Demar. Devon Demar or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's a really weird name. It's almost like he has two first names. He Yeah, but they both start with a D. So dumb. But anyway, uh, what it is dumb. I'm sorry, but it's dumb. It is not. I Why? don't like people that have two first names. That both start with the same letter, or that they have two first names? Because I two said first two names. first names. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm not talking about you. We're not going to reveal your last name, but <laughs> your initials are CC. They are alliterative, and I like it. Yeah, well, that, that'll never change, because you're never marrying me. That's what you said <laughs> way back when we started this program. Yeah, well, you keep uh, embarrassing me on the show, and you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Maybe not. He's staring me down. So, her boyfriend, DeMarco, DeMars, whatever. Diminutive. Uh, decides Diminutive Del Montico. To be romantic with the urging of his, his co-worker or boss, or I don't know. Yeah, whatever. He's, the white, he's a white guy, so he's probably his boss. <gasps> I, don't, I think he was, like, Hispanic, actually. I don't know. Um, I don't, and that would make more I don't sense see race. because if he was the owner of the tamale place, you know, I don't see race. So I don't know. Anyways, he looked kind of like, oh, I was, he looks like John Travolta from welcome back, Connor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but he tells him, hey, hey, you know, Mr. Connor. I'll close for you tonight. Get out of here. Go, go see your girl. Vinny he tells him to bring her some strawberry yogurts and flowers. Yeah, I don't understand that. Maybe she strawberry just likes strawberry yogurt. yogurt. I don't but know. But how does he know that? I don't know. It's very weird. Yeah. So, and then he asks him for a ride because he doesn't have a car, which is another reason why I he think... He asks to borrow his car. Oh, did he? He said, can I use your ride? I'll use your ride. Okay. So, yeah, he doesn't have a car. He borrows this guy's car, which is another reason why I think it's super unfair of her to be putting all this pressure on him to come mm-hmm. when he doesn't even have transportation. Right. She has a car. Plus, I feel like there's a reason why he didn't come and or like why he was hesitant to come. Well, yeah. And we see the reason. 
Yeah, because he doesn't have the exact address, first of all. So he has parked the car and is wandering around on in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. on the street that he thinks she's lives on. He knows on, the street, he just doesn't know the number. With a bag and a bouquet of flowers. He looks like a normal person. Yeah. With a bouquet of flowers. Who robs people with a bouquet of flowers in their hand? Right. Is that like a, as a cover? <laughs> you break into somebody's house and they're like, what? And they're like, it's an aggressive telegram. So this alarm that the Walsh's got installed keeps going off, like we said. And the security yeah, it has comes. performance anxiety problems. It goes off real quick. Yeah. So security comes and they see him wandering around. There have been a bunch of break-ins apparently in the neighborhood before this family moved in, which the dad made a point of saying he's so glad that it started before they moved in. Richard Roundtree, by the way. Yeah. For all of those you people out there. All of those you? Yeah. <laughs> like Aju? Yeah. Um, Shaft. What? Shaft. Shaft? Shaft. Okay. Your Shaft? Richard Roundtree. <laughs> Um, they these these assholes see him walking around and stop him and pick up the bag and mm. throw it. Yeah, what's in this? And just toss it. They don't even look Is it to a see. Bomb? Like he said, it was it was yogurt. Like they don't like, look to see to be, if it's yeah. yogurt. And then they, he's like, he's like, Are you gonna harass me just because I'm walking on the street? And then they slam him against the car, punch him in the face. Yeah, and they're like, uh, the guy's like, just give me a reason. And it's like, yeah, exactly. You have no reason. For what you're doing, there's no reason for what you're doing. Yeah, it was it was pretty upsetting. But then Brandon brings up an interesting point because this becomes you know gossip of the neighborhood and everything. the The black family, obviously, the Ashes, they're embarrassed because why should they be though? They're embarrassed because you know this happened to a black guy in their neighborhood, and I I, I get it. I I I understand being upset about it being angry about it, being sad about it, but I also understand being embarrassed about it because I'm sure they're thinking to themselves. And I mean, things, even in the last, like, four years, even though it hasn't been that long, things have changed a little bit, thankfully, at least a little bit. But I can see, especially, you know, late 80s, early 90s, they're thinking being, you know, well, we caused this problem, quote-unquote, because he wouldn't be here if it weren't for, at least the dad's yelling at the daughter because, like, you know, he wouldn't have been here if you hadn't invited him over, over and stuff like that and everything, so it wouldn't have happened. You know, I don't understand It's the how, r- wrong way to look at yeah, it, but... How can he have that thought, though? Because he has a son, right? His son could have been going for a walk. Uh-huh. And the same thing happened to him. What are you going to yell at him because he's there? You live there. You you know what I mean? Like, right. how, you don't blame... That's victim blaming. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is, Brandon brings up an interesting point about these security people. Who do they answer to? You know, like... Who are they? Who are they accountable to? Like police, at least you know, supposedly are accountable to the people, you know, because the people pay their salary and all that stuff. Who are these security guards? These private security people accountable to? I guess just their and, boss. And and what governs the them? You know what governs them? What right. can they do? What they what can't they do? And all that stuff. Apparently, they think they can put their hands all over people. Well, that, they sure did. That's what I'm saying. So. You know, it's a problem Yeah. when you have people who might be racist or are at least profiling black people saying like, oh, he probably did it because he's black. That's the only reason because there's no he didn't like you said, he didn't have a weapon. He didn't he didn't look suspicious in any way. He had a bouquet of flowers and a bag. 
And they were that um, contained strawberry yogurt. Yeah, and they were what's yeah, and and they flipped out like that. And I mean, Not what's good. it's it's sad. I mean, there are a hundred things that could have gone differently to prevent mm-hmm. it from happening. It's terrible that it happened. I don't think anyone should feel embarrassed except for the freaking security guards, but they do. The family's mm-hmm. upset. The guy, like, nobody wants to talk about it. Like, Brandon's all frustrated because he's like, this is wrong and I want to bring it to light and, you know, make sure everybody knows about it. But nobody actually wants to talk about it. Yeah. Well, that's part of the problem, too, is that no one wants to talk about it. Yeah, because it's uncomfortable. And they bring up the Rodney King thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, that happened. And, um, you know, the guy was like, you know, the extraordinary thing about it wasn't that it happened because that happens all the time. What was extraordinary about it is that someone videotaped it, basically, and yeah. people got to see it. Um, but we know that, it, and that's the thing. Like I told you that before about the, you know, OJ when they arrested, when they arrested OJ, and people, you know, people ha- are whispering, you know, like maybe they framed him and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, it seems far fetched, and maybe he did it, maybe he didn't do it. I don't know. We'll see, and we'll see what the, you know, what happens in court. But it's like, you know, could I see the LAPD doing something like that? Yeah, because they're fucking evil. <laughs> Because the LAPD is like one of the most racist fucking organizations that exist that just target and profile black people and and beat them and harass them on the street. You know, that's why uh, Ice Cube wrote uh, Fuck the Police. That's or I mean, uh, yeah, that's why Ice Cube wrote Fuck the Police. That's why, you know, the Rodney King thing happened. Like and that like that guy said, everybody, you know, that shit happened all the time. Just like people finally got to see it for once. And so the people that weren't black outside of Los Angeles could see, oh, hey, look, look how fucking horrible, you know, they are. And those cops got away with it. Yeah. And these these security guards got away with it. Yeah, because the only the only place where it's getting uh, talked about in the end is the freaking school newspaper. Right. Like that's going to do do anything. anything, Right. Dylan reads it and he's like, um, when we stop uh, looking at each at, at humanity as individuals, you know, and, and look at them as groups or whatever, then uh, we've lost as a generation or whatever. And he goes, that's that's very elegant <laughs> or eloquent. And it's like, that's just a writer. That's just a writer filleting himself, basically. I thought it was gross the first time you said it. It's gross the second time you said it. But it is. I mean, that's basically what it is. It's just like, yeah, that's right. It's what, good writing. What right I here. wrote so good. I'm going to make one of the characters say that that writing's so good. <laughs> Like, it's not that eloquent, by the way. No, I mean, I think he just, the writer just wanted to uh, give some kind of closing sentence to his essay on racism that this episode was. And that was it. So. Anyway. But Um, yeah, that's, uh, and that's basically it. That's basically the end of the episode. That's the whole episode. I mean, like, Brandon actually, like, goes out there and talks to the guy and stuff. and To get the interview, yeah. Yeah. And they have a, they have words, you know, basically. And then, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it's basically the episode. It's just um, Charisse and her boyfriend are staying together and her dad no longer has a problem with it because apparently reading Brandon's article changed his mind. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be some kind of article. Right. Because he hated him before they moved to Beverly Hills. He didn't want her yeah. with this guy because he said he's a high school dropout. Right. Which, you know, that's not changed. Right. He still is a high school dropout. That's, he just has a black eye now. Yeah. That doesn't... Uh, I mean, it doesn't change his character or anything. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. But the, I mean, the guy was talking, the, the, the Devon or whatever was talking about how he, he, um, like his mom had four kids and two of them are in prison. One of them's on the pipe. Yeah. So crack. Yeah. And, 
you know, he's was the good kid or whatever. The drop, the high school dropouts. And that she had to go out and beg for money to get a ride out there to get him. He has the a emergency job. room. Right. He has a job, though. They I put guess. him in the emergency room. Yeah. He didn't look like he needed to be in the emergency room. I think that was a bad makeup job. Yeah. On the part yeah. Of the... He, he should have looked a little more roughed up. Yeah. <sighs> it was a depressing episode. It was. Because, you know, it's not like that stuff doesn't happen still. Yeah. We don't hear about it as much, but, you know, I, you know, it's, it's weird. Um, and we go into chat rooms every once in a while and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, that connects people more and more and everything. Right. I wonder if uh, people will start to hear about this stuff happening more because of that. Yeah, because of the know, open communication. Maybe in, you know, 25 years or so it'll it'll be better. And, and you know, black people it will be able be. to walk without fear through a white neighborhood, you know? It Nobody should knows. be, yeah. I mean, yeah. you would think, you 20, would 25, think that could happen. 25 years we would make... Progress. Some kind of progress? Absolutely, yeah. Not not that it would get worse. I mean, no. People would get could more you, violent. Could you imagine? Anything. Like, imagine if everybody had guns and, yeah. Imagine if the country elected someone racist who, like, you know, espoused those kind of beliefs and empowered people that, uh, you know, that believed things like this and, and, and hid behind... Like, you know, little turns of phrases or I was just joking or I didn't mean it exactly like that or or stuff like that. Like, imagine if that happened and then people became even worse. That would be terrible. That would be very terrible. So that's not of course it's not going to happen. It doesn't happen. Right. No, no Oompa Loompas would be (laughs) running our country ever. I'm sure. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so that's our episode uh, for the week. Carol, tell uh, tell everyone what to do to stop racism in the world and to listen to our show. Yeah, so uh, tell your friends, give us the stars, give us the likes, and write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. All right, that is the episode. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.